feel like we're in a secret garden right now. I know. And I mean, from the street, you have no idea. You would never have any idea. Right. We had the hot pool. We did. But I guess that's probably part of the fun. Mm -hmm. Do you mind narrating for me a little bit about what you're seeing as a a chilegal dinner guest? <laughs> Accidental garden uh, with just plants popping up between all of the the tiny tables with uh, adorable tablecloths and chairs. Yeah, and we're sitting in front of this little house that's made entirely of shutters and doors and windows. Mm -hmm. I'm starting to smell the fire. Hopefully there will be some delicious meals soon. Yeah, these are just, they're starting to cook the tofu. We've got delicious lemon water. <laughs> Nothing could make it more perfect. For this first episode of Soundbite after the break that we just took, I am in Polish Hill with Madeline and Emmy, and we're going to talk about their restaurant, Chiligal Kitchen, which they have now had four dinners. And the last dinner that I attended was in the backyard of this house. And it was really delicious. And I'm gonna play you some audio from that dinner a little bit later on in the episode. But I wanted to come back and talk to the two of you about why you wanted to start a restaurant without the traditional trappings of, you know, normal restaurant hood. So, a space, professional equipment, right? backers. Well, I would like to say that being already in the industry has helped us a lot. Uh, the owner of Lily has allowed us to use some things like tables. We had a steam table from her. We've also borrowed equipment. So... Yeah, definitely with support. We borrowed chairs and plates yeah. and things from friends. So. And we've slowly been just like growing in our own stores of things. Oh, yeah. Now it's like I'm thrifting every week and I'm just like taking home anything that I can just like make the excuse of like, oh, I'll use this in the restaurant, you know? Yeah. So that's why I was picking off stickers from your new red mm -hmm. finds when I first got Oh, here. yeah. It's not the half of it. And once you, I don't know, at least in my family, because I don't live that far away, I'm in Hawaii, but um, I, once your family is like, oh, she likes to cook. Right, right, like, right. Over the years, accumulating weird Christmas gifts and stuff like that, like machines that are like, uh, like those press grilled cheese makers that like put faces oh my on God, and stuff. That, I love like, those. Yeah, but then there's like, they give me like the cake pop ones. And I'm like, that's not how you fucking make cake pops. I am trying to hire this guy, this blacksmith, to make me biscuit stamps. Uh, <laughs> block print style biscuit mm. stamps. I just carve one. Yeah, I guess you want it hot though. And also, I just think it'd be super cute if I was like, yes, my blacksmith friend made me my hen that stamp. That's very true. Mm -hmm. um, what would the image be of? I was like trying to look up how to make my own digestive biscuits 
Um, and I'd really love to stamp them with uh, a rooster oh. for some reason. <laughs> Uh, with intestines, no. <laughs> That'd be cool, too. Every town with intestines. Yeah. Well, that's like the old world thing, too. Like, when communal kitchens and stuff, you would mark your bread with a stamp. Exactly. And the grilled food that we did, um, I was trying to find lamb hearts because I was thinking a lot about the food that I had eaten in Kashgar when I was in northwestern China, and they do a lot of, like, beautiful bread stamping and like nothing too intricate but still really distinctive mm-hmm. and like they have like uh stamps that are just like pegs in a circle so like 15 little pegs and then they just like stamp all over until it looks like lacy so what motivated you all i mean you have help as you said mm-hmm. you know the support of your friends who attend your dinners and then you know people who are loaning you equipment but why did you decide to you know, throw dinner parties in your backyard, essentially, but with, you know, it's more than a dinner party. It's it's a full concept. Like, the, men- the menu that I had was three courses and then dessert. Mm-hmm. And the previous dinner, you know, there was tea included, so there's a lot of thought that goes into your process. Mm. What's the Genesis story here? The Genesis story? <laughs> we were already throwing parties. Yeah, we were already doing it. For free, like on our dime. Oh, yeah, basically. spending a lot of money on mm-hmm. food and grocery. I don't know. It's just like, I don't think I was getting the type of feeding people that I needed to do at work. Right. And that satisfies that part of myself. Always need to be feeding people. Mm-hmm. Um, whether that's in the form of like a party or right. what we're doing now. But yeah, it was dissatisfying selling other people's food. Yeah. I mean, I've definitely been grateful to like, learn some things selling other people's food but doing it on your own terms is like just really different i remember the moment when we decided to do it we were just both working i was in hawaii and lucy was in colombia and i was really missing her and i was like we should start a restaurant and then she came back and she was too busy and i was like that's sad oh well that's a another dead dream uh (laughs) and then i was working with manel in the kitchen one day and i just like suddenly hit me. I was like, Madeline's exactly the kind of person I should run an illegal kitchen with. And so I asked her and she said yes. And I thought she was joking at first, but then we planned a menu and we did it. Yeah. And now that you have four under your belt, what, what has, what have you gained out of that? Like just from doing it a couple of times, because watching the two of you at this last dinner that I went to, you had, you know, an open fire, you didn't have any servers, so you were doing all the seating and serving yourselves. The two of you seemed uh, really relaxed and calm and, like, in the zone. That's really good to hear, actually. Yeah, I don't know. I, like, think we're confident in each other. At least I really trust your ability in desserts and baking, and I was like, I'd really love to do a Japanese cheesecake, but I definitely can't do that with all these other things going on, and so... I didn't taste Madeline's Japanese cheesecake until the day of, but I really wasn't worried about it at all. I was like, when you gave me the taste, I was like, I'm sure it's fine. So can you walk us through the menu that you last had? Because that cheesecake was incredible. But there were a lot of, there were a lot of elements and a lot of influences. They were all kind of mixed together, which is also the experience that I had at your previous dinner. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that I think that sets you apart from 
any other restaurant that I've been to in the Pittsburgh area is that it, it's very infused with a bunch of different influences. Do you pour the soup over the rice or just combine everything? <laughs> yeah, I mean, that was my plan. Yeah. How I eat most of my foods. And and so we are serving a dinner course, which is uh, a type of street food popular in China, especially in southern China. So a lot of the flavor influences are going to be very Sichuan. Um, but also, in front of you is tomka, which is a Thai coconut soup, uh, flavored with a chili oil that is actually more Sichuan. And if anybody would like some fish sauce in their soup to make it more authentic. I left it out for vegetarians. If anybody wants fish sauce, let me know. Is there a special way we should eat this? No, not really. Since it's a street food, it's often just like hands, fingers, feet, whatever. Have you had mushrooms yet? No. No, no mushrooms. Mm. Some mushrooms. If y'all want to share, because there's a couple different types of mushrooms here. Oh, nice. I put one for you. Thank I, you. I'm just going to set them wherever. That's fine. And then that. Some okra and green beans, and I'll bring more of that out. Cool, thank you. This is a Japanese style cheesecake with lemon sandwich. And I'll get you forks in one second. Well, I mean, I'll start by saying that we probably both just like growing up with like a lot of influences. I'm half Filipino, you're half Lebanese. Mm. Um, and yeah, just grew up in like actual food families that kind of predate this new food mu movement. Uh, and like a love of like traditional foods too. And I think that comes up a lot in my cooking. Well, I think a lot of like. Um comfort foods from those places too. Mm -hmm. Like we always want people to be full. Like that's always the concern. Like, right. Oh, but will this menu fill people up? Yeah. The first dinner we did was actually only $10 for three courses and tea. And after much like tight. prodding from our friends, we decided to bring it up to 15 because it's still worth it Yeah. Um, for them. And I definitely am built for service and want people to be like fed and happy maybe yeah. drunk too. And all your dinners have been BYOB. Mm -hmm. It's been a really nice element for people to, you know, like troop into the backyard carrying their six pack of beers or their bottle of wine. And, you know, somebody helped me open my bottle of wine with a shoe last time. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't get the cork out. And you know, the trick where you sort of bang mm -hmm. on the bottom of the bottle. Someone I don't know at all. So nice. community is something you're trying to foster. I think that you're definitely accomplishing that as well. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and a restaurant. Most, one of the most beautiful things is that each dinner, no matter what, someone is always peeked into the kitchen and be like, can I help? Can I help? <laughs> and we have to like insist that right. none of our friends help. Or like even strangers that I don't even know who like show no, up totally. with someone else, they're like, can I wash my dish? And it's like, and maybe like we're just accomplishing that sense of like hominess or like yeah, the feeling that you're being taken care of and so that you want to return that care in some way. That but it's not what you're paying for. But that's not what you're... And we're so. like, don't. <laughs> just set your dish down. 
put it down. Threatening people. Yeah. Right, right, right. It's like, if you wash that dish, I'm not taking your money. Yeah. And it's like, that's a real threat in our restaurant. So Mm -hmm. that's cool. There's been some like delirious evenings of like peeling blanched almonds at like two in the morning. Yeah. The cheesecake, I was like, I only have enough energy to make two cheesecakes tonight. I will make <laughs> That's what I, I don't know if I ever told you this, but that's what I did with the stock. I made like uh, two, uh, probably made like five gallons of stock and I was like, it's not enough, but, <laughs> but I'm spent. Yeah. So I woke up at 6 a.m. to make another yeah. two gallons of yeah, stock. Yeah, I was like, how can I not fit four cheesecakes in this oven at once? <laughs> Yeah. Uh, limitations. Real sweat, blood, and tears. Yeah. 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 The sweet thing is we've been getting a little better at um, getting the groceries right, where we're like mm-hmm. we're feeding this many people. We need this much. Right. But then other nice thing is they just like become our groceries afterwards. So mm-hmm. you're like, oh no, I have two dozen eggs left over. Yeah, so we like, just ate kanji with made from the tomka that uh, I made. Last week. So the communal feeding goes on. Right. Yeah. The meal extends beyond the meal. And our backup plan for if we had like a downpour, we did end up getting that tent from a friend, which was really sweet. Yeah. Um, But the backup plan was like extend the meal over a couple days after. Right, right, right. Um, We could do like bento boxes of leftovers. (laughs) To go. To go, yeah. Come pick up your to-go meal. Mm Mm-hmm. It's actually a really good idea. People would love that. Oh, yeah. My mom, when I was in college, she was like, uh, I would like complain about money and she'd just be like, just make food for all of your dorm mates. I was like, they don't even let us have a hot plate. Do you have ambitions to open a... Um... Um... Do you have plans to open a <laughs> storefront at any point? Uh... Oh. I don't know. The benefits of not having a storefront are... Yeah, pretty right. wide. And the overhead for a storefront and the obligation to be there all the Right, it's the being time. stuck there. It's we're, being... Yeah, we're both very, like... 25. Restless. <laughs> yeah, we're both 25. I am 24. <laughs> even worse. What a flight risk yeah. I have on my hands. Yeah. Uh, but, no, yeah. We both love Pittsburgh, though, I think. Mm-hmm. Where we were in similar places being like, I don't know how long I'm going to be... No? Oh, no, yeah, definitely. So if you had to sum up what the idea of the Chilico Kitchen is, like you were going to give me a sound bite of it, mm-hmm. what would be your description of it? Well, on the side is the official name, okay. but it I think Chilico Kitchen so is like a class it. of restaurants <laughs> in American culture. No, I don't know. Um, uh, I don't know about that. Sound bite, huh? That is the name of this podcast. Right. So I have to ask you. Right. Oh shit. I'm definitely from a food life, a food family, and I think of food as a place that I could be for a long time. And I wasn't getting out of work what I wanted to, and I feel like I'm developing as a cook. I feel like I'm developing business skills, and so it's actually really helpful for me get to feed my friends. And I think my friends deserve, like, three-course lavish meals in a nice environment at a price that they can afford. I think that no matter where I've traveled, that being able to cook and provide someone with a meal makes them feel like you've just 
performed alchemy. And um, there's just like that respect and care shown in both directions mm-hmm. that I really need and like in a similar way wasn't getting at that point. I remember right. one day coming here and you're just being in like kind of an off mood and you're just like, just like my food life is terrible right now. <laughs> like you hadn't been grocery shopping in like maybe a few days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and your fridge was pretty empty. <laughs> and I was like, oh yeah, my food life has been much happier since we started on the side. Definitely. And like, I, yeah, I come back to that. It's also just a part of like being joyful and poor, I think, yeah. is like knowing how to process what you've got in front of you and um that's that alchemy too it's just like the transformation like you can surprise anyone by like putting something in the center of a table and just like having right totally care with it makes someone feel like it's really special and it is not necessarily because of like the wealth that you have to provide for them but because of the restrictions you have and you're giving the little you do have Mm -hmm. or the time you've committed letting people see directly where their food is coming from and not from like the see, let people see where their food is coming from from the sterile perspective of a open kitchen you are divided in some cases only by like a sheer curtain from our yeah, cooking yeah, space yeah. or like not at all we like have the grills right. like right in front of you thanks guys for having your dinners and you know sharing your talents with everyone i'm sure you'll continue to grow yeah. And as cooks and community makers. I really hope yeah. so. Me too. Yeah. It also helps process. Mm-hmm. We don't process. Enough. <laughs> like we, yeah. We're like, okay, that went well. Like, yeah, we're too busy, like, to... cooking I'll and see you carry... tomorrow. I'll transport all yeah, this exactly. shit back. <laughs> tables instead of discussing our branding. Yeah. Yeah. We're cattle. See her on the side into my hip. Ooh, we should get tattoos. We should give people tattoos. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we can open up a stick and poke booth in the next minute. We weren't so busy <laughs> right, right, already. Right. Tattoo, bus, serve, mm-hmm. cook. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm sure we could throw in something else in there, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah.